Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with With daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Razaban IFL TV proudly sponsored by Everlast. Delighted to have him on this sunny day. Um, the knowledge, Spencer Ferron. Spence, how are we? I'm good, bro. I'm good. I can see uh, I can see a clip being played in the background of yourself, Tunde and uh, Chris Eubank Senior. Was that fun? It was a really good it was a really good interview. So I would say to you guys to go to the Stamina Purcell YouTube channel, The Fight is Right. And it is Chris Eubank Senior's tribute to Tina Turner, who we lost last week. Um a really good interview. And it's good to see Chris Eubank Senior in very, very good spirits. So that was nice to see. And he, he dropped some really, really good gems. So yeah, Raz, you should uh, you should look out for that one. Definitely, definitely. Um, Spence, obviously, uh, let's, let's just go back to the weekend. Uh, I'll start in Bournemouth because I was covering the show there. Uh, Lawrence Okoli got beaten, uh, takes his first professional loss, lost the WBO cruiserweight title to Chris Billum Smith. A disappointing. A lot of people I spoke to, Spence, they say rather than Chris winning it, Lawrence lost the fight himself. No. By anybody turning around and saying that, we are disrespecting and disregarding Chris Billingsmith. Chris Billingsmith fought a hell of a fight. They employed superb tactics, um, lulling Lawrence in so they could throw the left hook. Um, the left hook, I think, was going to be a pivotal shot for, for Chris Billingsmith to throw. Um, I was saying that. Um, and I think I said that to you when we were there, when we were speaking about the fight. Uh, but Tundi straight away when we did the watch along, which we do for every big fight, that got really good numbers as well on our channel. Um, we'll say like I could see the left hook being administered, and it was administered. And the saddest thing here with Lawrence Acoli is Lawrence Acoli is better than what he is demonstrating because if he wasn't good, he couldn't become a British Commonwealth and European champion and go on to become a WBO world champion. You can't do those things. If you're not good, you can't. So like, oh, well, you, you, you just got a Rocky Balboa moment and you ended up fighting Apollo Creek for a world title 
and you happen to put in a good performance. No, he's been consistently good in winning, but not consistently good at entertaining. There's a difference. There was a lot of holding. It, it seemed like Lawrence went back to kind of his, his old habits. Um, he had improved. We saw that over the last couple of fights with Shane McGuigan, where there was less holding and more, you know, using his jab and using his reach advantage. Why do you think he, he kind of went back to those bad habits? Because that's probably the worst the worst we've seen of him when it comes to constantly hugging and, uh, the opponent. Um, you know what? I, I said this before. Um, I think that Lawrence has a very, very philosophical approach to life now. So maybe the hunger's not there like that. Maybe it's not there. Maybe it's not like, oh, I've got to bite down on my gum shorts because he did. when he had to bite down, he did bite down. But unfortunately, for all of Lawrence O'Connor's, uh brilliance in being supremely awkward, also, he's uh, he hasn't... There's certain fundamentals that's, that, that are missing. I remember seeing Lawrence O'Connor as an amateur. And I think he, he boxed a lot sharper than he does as a professional. He's more laid back now. He's more, there's no snap on his shots. Um, and that's not me being critical of Lawrence, because Lawrence is my guy. I've got a lot of respect for him, um, especially for his accomplishments. But um, this is the entertainment business. You are an entertainer. You people, let me tell you this. I'm going to keep this thing 100. Ben Shalom, boxer, Sky TV are not upset that Lawrence O'Connor lost. They're happy that he lost, not because there's nothing against him as an individual, as a person, but his style isn't bombs on seat style. It's not. You know what I mean? Um, you're with Sugar Hill, and the, the Kronk gym is noted for guys fighting. Right, that's what the that's what the Kronk is noted for. You look at all of the Kronk fighters, even though they go cool box, right? But bottom line, they were going to hit you with the backhand, and it's going to be hard. Like from guys like Hell McKenty, uh, um, if you look at those guys who um, um, Tommy Hearns, who was the second world champion out of the Kronk. Uh, if you look at if you look at those guys, how they box Jimmy Paul, uh, everything was timing with a jab, timing with a jab. Sometimes the jab would be more of a hurtful shot. They'd throw the jab hard. It had snap on it to line you up to throw the right hand. Unfortunately, Lawrence Coley hasn't. The six weeks that he's been with Sugar Hill hasn't he hasn't to know to throw the right hand correctly, which is sad. It's sad. Spence, how did you have the scorecard after the fight? I didn't. I had Lawrence losing. I didn't even bother. He got deducted about 60 trillion points. You know what I mean? He got floored twice. So there's no way that how one judge got it 112-112. I'm saying for real? Like, no. Come on, let's just call it as it is. Um, Chris Smith had missed a great game plan. I was saying to you, don't let Lawrence, do not let this go points. And I was saying this because if you go points, you're going to get jobs. But no way. You got beaten comprehensively in that fight. Yeah, I mean, a fair play to me. He's taking it very philosophical as well. When we'll see where he's going to go from there. Does he, can he go away, take, study the fight, learn on his mistakes, come back and avenge that loss? Um, I'm not sure. Because I think it's more to do with his fundamentals. 
um, and he's uh, and he's he's fundamental mentally as well as his physical attributes. Um, if we could see something uh, um, change for him, but I'm not taking nothing away from Craig Billersmith. He fought an excellent fight. Nobody expected him to win. Let's just be real. We're thinking like, all right, then we'll have it on home ground because maybe he'll give us a spirited effort. Spence, just picking this up with some internet connection there. I mean, if if uh, there is a rematch clause, Lawrence said to me when I interviewed him after the fight that he will activate the rematch clause. But let's say he, if he didn't, who would you like to see Chris Billum, Chris Billum Smith fight? Um, obviously, you say Richard Rappaport, right? But let's be realistic. Richard Rappaport, that fight ain't said nothing. Right, they fought before. It's a really good fight. Richard uh, Rapport came in victorious. Sky need to Sky need to have pay per view fights out, and right now they haven't gotten the, the unfortunately the Eubank uh, Smith fights fallen through. I know this might sound because of weights, but I'd like to see Chris Bill and Smith fight Anthony Yard. Seriously. Um, I know Andy Yard could Andy Yard's most probably a heavyweight coming down to a light heavyweight. Um he could uh, I think that would be because no one's exciting. This is no district to the other guys, right? No one's not exciting enough to 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 bring in that kind of excitement. That would be an exciting fight because Andy Yard wouldn't be a an overwhelming favorite in that. It must probably be the underdog because he's moving up in weight. Um I think that fight would be a great fight simply because their styles their styles would complement each other I, I mean I know you spend a lot of time with Tunde but uh, have you spoken to Tunde about potential anti on moving up to to cruiserweight um no I haven't I'm just putting it out there now um yeah I mean Tunde's gonna hear about this when 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 he sees this no doubt his phone will start blowing up Ross Spencer's trying to say that yeah I should fight Yes, that's right. I think Anti Yard should move up to Cruiserweight for this fight for the WBO world title because I remember Tundi and those guys were always saying it was about the belts. They, would, they don't care about who's got them. They didn't, when they say about the belts, they weren't telling me, well, wait. But I think I think Ben Shalom and Boxer um, uh, and his, his team, guys like Johnny Wish, they would need somebody like Anti Yard so they can make a pay-per-view fight, right? People pay for that. A pay-per-view fight against somebody who's got that that kind of sexiness about them. They've got that. So I think that's the fight that should be made. See, there you see, Ben Shalom, I'm making, I'm making, start making your job easy for you, bro. Send my check in the post. <laughs> um, just want to move over to Manchester. Lee Wood uh, becoming a two-time uh, world champion as well. Obviously, no, we know, we obviously know what happened during the week with Marisa Lara not being able to make the way and the board not allowing him to to come down to the correct weight, but um, yeah, I, I mean, positive for another British world champion. Listen, fantastic that we've got another British world champion, and not only that, this is what I like about the game, especially with Lee Wood, right? You 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 came up bad in in a, in a fight, and you went back into the lion's den. Now you weren't just fighting your opponent in Lara. You are also fighting the demons of what happened to you when you got knocked out, right? And you came back, you brushed yourself off, and you became victorious. So full praise and credit should be given to his whole team. Um, you know, Barry Smith, Ben Davidson, and Lee for administering such a brilliant game plan. 
and and they boxed really well and credit to them. Do, do you see him fighting Lopez? Lopez obviously beat Holland. He's beaten um, uh, Isaac Warrington, Isaac Lowe. There's a lot of talk about this Warrington fight, but I know it, it sells well, but let's be honest, Warrington hasn't really performed over the last couple of years as well. He, he hasn't. You know what I mean? And I think... But I don't think he's obligated to fight um, Josh Warren. So fight Josh Warren. But really and truly, I think the the I wouldn't be in no rush to fight that brother. Let's be real. Right? But the educated approach of of Lee Wood maybe can handle him because he's a very educated boxer, you know, and he sticks to game plans. He sticks to game plans. A quick word on Mick Conlon, obviously a devastating knockout in, in Belfast, uh, an uppercut caught by obviously Lopez, who, who's who's come over here and, and been a number of Brits now, but a, a really bad knockoff and setback for Mick Conlon. It is, but you know what? I mean, that's Mick Conlon's second stoppage defeat loss. Um, Conlon is very, very good. Um, and it depends on his mindset because it is about the mindset. And and I think Lee, I think Conlon can take homage from Lee Wood because Lee Wood got knocked out, but Lee Wood found something inside of him to muster up to come back and 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 regain his world title. Now Conlon hasn't had a world title, but just to get back into. The championship realms, he's got good management team. His brother manages him as well. Um, he's got a massive following in Ireland. Um, I think if he's stayed correctly and been put in the right fights, hopefully uh, it hasn't had any any mental reverberations on him. If he's got some mental reverberations on him, then it's going to be difficult for him to come back. But I like Conor. I've always liked him. He's a good fighter. Um, very, very good boxer. But, you know... That was a that was a hard, horrible knockout. We see how he can come back from. But I, please, I do. I pray that he does come back from this because good people. Spence is is the heavyweight division letting boxing down? Deontay Wilder last fought, I think it was October last year. Dylan White fought around the similar time. Fury fought in December. Joshua fought earlier earlier this year. Uh, Usyk hasn't fought since Joshua last year. Uh, everyone's holding out for this potential Saudi night that we don't know whether it's happening or not. I spoke to Johnny Nelson last week and, and Johnny said to me that Anthony Joshua is now fighting for the wrong reasons. If he if he skips a fight in the summer and goes to Deontay Wilder, is it holding up boxing, the heavyweight division? Uh, how can Johnny Nelson say that Anthony Joshua is fighting for the wrong reasons? What, what are the right reasons to be fighting? Activity. You, so you should be fighting for activity? Well, well, as a, as a fighter, as Anti Joshua says, he 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 stated after Jermaine Franklin fight that he's in a fight again in the summer. He then came out and said he's not going to fight in the summer. Um, I think Eddie's come out and said we like Joshua to have a fight in August, but he's in. No, a I just want to know how can anybody say that Anti Joshua's fighting for the for the wrong reasons? Johnny, a, my guy. Me and Johnny speak every. seriously every day. Me and Johnny speak. I didn't hear that comment. How how can Johnny Nelson please explain to me how is Anti Joshua fighting for the wrong reasons? If you're fighting, you're training, you're fighting for the right reasons. There is no wrong or right reason to be fighting. Right? Bottom line is you're a prize fighter. So if you're a prize fighter, 
you it's, it's, it's done for the economical standpoint which it has on your life because you are a prize fighter what's the prize the prize is the glory what's the glory the glory is the financial um uh is the financial and social rewards that that come from the sport so we can't turn around and say ah oh, johnny's saying he's fighting for the wrong reasons he actually wants to fight Deontay Wilder. There is no bigger reason to get out of your bed to say you're going to be up against one of the hardest heavyweight punches in history. There's no wrong reason for these people. If we're saying that Andy Joshua just turned up to say, oh, I'm going to click a check or I've got to fulfill my obligations to the zone uh, or to match room, then we can say, yeah, you're fighting for the wrong reasons. Anti Joshua is fighting not because he doesn't know there's nothing else for him to do. He's made how much millions and millions of pounds. Obviously, he, he wants to fight because he believes that he wants to prove something. There's nothing wrong with trying to prove something. And Johnny Nelson, the wolf people should know better than that. Because Johnny Nelson had told the beginning of his career was he was dismal. Matter of fact, if you go to March of 1990. Johnny Nelson fights Carlos De Leon for the for the WBC World Cruiserweight title, which was Barry Hearn's first world title uh, uh, promotion, in the worst diabolical, boring match ever. If you ever had any trouble in trying to go to sleep, all you got to do is watch that fight. Johnny Nelson should be a multi-millionaire because Johnny Nelson actually found a cure for insomnia. Just watch that fight. That's not me disrespecting Johnny Nelson because he accomplished far way more than me. Johnny's my guy. Right, Johnny, 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 seriously, Johnny's my guy. Very, very supportive human being. But I just gotta be real. You can't tell her and say anti Josh is fighting for the wrong reasons. Because he's not. Because he don't have to fight no more. You feel me? Anti Josh can say, hey, I've had a fantastic run and live off of the interest. Right? Anti Josh is not fighting for the wrong reasons. Because he would have picked himself up and gone to the States. And gone around Derek James, right? Kind of off of myself and Tundi's recommendation. I want my 5%, right? <laughs> right, but no. And you went there, big up KD, 258 management, right? He's not fighting for the wrong reasons, right? He's fighting because he wants to fight and he wants to prove himself to himself. That's the right reasons. That's not the wrong reasons. Spence, going back to my question about all of these heavyweights almost being... <laughs> looking to be inactive most of this year. There's nothing wrong with that. Why is there not, nothing wrong with that? Because they're saving, us, they're saving themselves up for this grand finale that they're going to have. Right? And when we say, oh, but it should be... Boxing isn't as easy as it was, like, in the 70s and all the rest of it, right? Because the professional fire was not under the same social pressure right now. Because we are living in a bullshit society where it's all about likes and views and everything else like that. That's what it's all about. And because of that, it's become very, very um, dangerous, right? Because we're not respecting the artistry. So respect the artistry, then everything else falls into place because you're respecting the core fundamentals. So you know, we shall see. We shall see. Okay, Spence, anything else you'd like to add before we end? Yeah, I'm so happy that Terence Crawford and Errol Spence has finally been announced. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be, as far as I'm concerned, 
the most anticipated welterweight unification fight since Sugar Ray Leonard versus Thomas the Hitman Hearns, which was September of 1981, right? That's what I truly do believe. I think it's an excellent fight. And it's at the right time. Like Pacquiao and Mayweather, they were both way past their best, right? Oscar De La Hoya versus Felix Trinidad, they were both primed fighters, but the fight didn't live up to its expectation. This fight will live up to its expectation and more. I have no doubt. I know the two combatants very well, right? I know Terence Crawford better than I know Earl Spence. It's kind of weird because I should meant to know Errol Spence better than Terence Crawford because Errol Spence's father is actually Jamaican, right? But I would say that this is going to be what boxing needs. And these men, if you look at it, having Loma versus Devin Haney, having um, Garcia versus Tank, and having this fight here, it's been a brilliant 2023 already. And these men are putting guys to shame, right? Tyson Fury, Usyk, Anti Joshua, Deontay Wilder should be looking at what these men are doing, right? And taking some form of inspiration to say that, listen, we're going to go and do this. We're doing it for ourselves, obviously, but we are also doing it for boxing and for boxing history. Spencer Fair on Fire for TV. Thank you very much. Take care, mate. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.